بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله توكلت على الله ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي My father passed away last year Two months short of his 80th birthday Nah, it wasn't COVID He was such a loving and generous man, especially with his family. He was such a loving father and husband. Everything he did was dedicated to us. You could see it in his actions and his words. I don't remember him saying anything negative about anyone. He was so kind-hearted, always thinking the best of everyone, unless their actions proved otherwise. I mean, he wasn't a fool. But he was very trusting, very giving, always, you know, giving you positive energy. He'd say the most beautiful things, very encouraging things. I don't know where he got them from. I remember all these beautiful prayers and supplications he'd say for us. And I learned a lot of them. I say them today to my children and sometimes to him. I think my siblings do the same as well, with their children. I guess it's part of the legacy he left for us. I thought I might share some of them with you. The last couple of years have been unbelievable. Obviously with COVID and everything that's happening in the world, but also on a personal level, there's so much that has changed in my life. Losing my dad is one of them, but changes at work, with the family. It's, it's been like I've been crossing this bridge for the last two years and just constant change and not knowing what's happening uh, tomorrow. But now, now I feel that I'm starting a new phase approaching some sort of understanding, relatively speaking, I guess. It's like, it's really exciting. I can't explain it really, but it feels like a new beginning, sort of like a new moon. And it reminded me of this supplication my father used to say with every sighting of the new moon. In a way, it inspired the content of this whole podcast. It's something dear to my heart that I feel is worth sharing with the world and something to honor my father's memory. Supplication is the act of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. It sounds very degrading and it would be if you had to beg anyone for anything. I wouldn't want to do that. But it's different when you supplicate to your creator, when you supplicate to God. It can actually be very empowering because you're asserting that I don't need anything from anyone in this world. All I need and all I have comes from my creator. So you can basically ask him for anything and everything and then go out and get it. You don't need to depend on anyone in this world 
or anything to change your situation. It's all in your own hands. You set your own path. I think it's important for us to remember that. But how do you know he's listening? One day, the companions of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, asked him, Is our Lord close so we can call quietly to him? Or is he far so we should call out loudly? And at that moment, Allah revealed the Quranic verse, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ That was in the original Arabic. That's chapter 2 verse 186 and its English translation says When my servants ask you about me, I am indeed close to them. I listen to the prayer of every suppliant when he calls on me. Let them also listen to my call and believe in me that they may walk the right path. So I'll share some of those supplications I learned. Sayings, prayers that have helped me put things into perspective in different situations. Help me go on, not give up and reminded me that this life is just a journey. It's not a cliche. This life isn't everything. It's important how we live it. But at the end, it's just a way for us to get to the ultimate destination. And if you hear anything on this podcast that helps you in any way, no matter how small, then, then that's great. Then it was worth it. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you listen. And I, I hope it'll help you somehow. You can't see much anymore in the night sky with all the terrible man-made pollution that's in the atmosphere. But the moon is still one of the few visible objects in the sky that almost everyone everywhere in the world can still see. In that sense, it connects us all together. The moon affects so many aspects of life on Earth. Some of them are obvious to the naked eye, like uh, the tides, and of course, moonlight lighting up our night sky. And then there are other effects that uh, we don't feel at all. Um, apparently, the Earth wobbles a little bit as it uh, rotates around its axis. And the moon's gravitational pull helps moderate that wobble. This in turn helps stabilize our climate, otherwise you'd have all sorts of storms. Yeah, even more than what we've got today, imagine that. Some studies show there's a very high correlation between stages of the moon and certain human behavior. Uh, stages of the moon, for example, and an increase in suicide rates or traffic accidents. Many cultures follow a lunar calendar as far back as the Mayans, they had a lunar calendar and 
until today, the Chinese, Jewish, and uh, Islamic uh, calendars are based on lunar cycles. A lunar month, as opposed to a solar month, would start with a new moon and end when that new moon disappears. So it goes through the cycle, which would be about 29 to 30 days, 29 and a half days. So a lunar year is actually uh, 11 or 12 days shorter than a solar year. So just by looking at the moon, you can easily tell if you're at the beginning of the month or the middle or the end of the month. Another thing that uh, I think is really interesting about the moon is that if you look up close at it, you'll see how scarred it is from all the asteroids and comets that battered it throughout the millennia. I mean, it looks like a battlefield. But down here from Earth, it's still the brightest, largest, and most beautiful thing we have in our night sky. Every lunar month, every new moon, reminds us that we can all have a new beginning, start something new. It also reminds us that all this ongoing change, it's actually part of a pattern, a repetitive, a soothing pattern that gives us some level of order and stability. It gives us an anchor to hold on to. I don't have a lot of audio recordings of my dad. I've got a few, and one of them is the new moon supplication. At one point in time, we were living in different countries, so he recorded it and uh, sent it to us on our family group chat. And uh, we've been playing it ever since. Uh, we reshare it with each other with every new lunar month. And that's one supplication never really bothered to memorize. I still prefer to hear him say it, so I'd play it a few times. I felt it was a bit corny, <laughs> but he said it with such authenticity, and he was really all there, present when he said it. I just couldn't help but repeat it after him, and it's the same for, for the rest of the family. Let me share it with you. Allahu Akbar. اللهم أهله علينا بالأمن والإيمان والسلامة والإسلام والتوفيق لما تحب ربنا وترضى ربنا وربك الله Allah is great O oh Allah let this crescent glow upon us with the blessings of security faith peace Islam and achievement of what you love and what pleases you O oh crescent our Lord and your Lord is Allah. As an inanimate object, it may sound strange that the supplication appears to be speaking directly to the moon. Just because we can't communicate with it the same way we communicate with other people doesn't mean there isn't some sort of connection there. And all objects, animate or inanimate, are created by the same powerful creator. We all belong to him, and we're all connected in that sense, at least. But there's something there. And if you focus enough, you'll feel it. Same is true of everything else around us. 
it's not just the gravitational force. Although, well, yeah, there you go, gravity. See, we are connected. <laughs> the companions of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, asked him, why does the crescent first appear thin and then grows until it becomes a full moon and then shrinks until it returns to what it was in the beginning? And Allah revealed the verse that says, يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْأَهِلَّةِ قُلْ هِيَ مَوَاقِيتُ لِلنَّاسِ وَالْحَجِّ Chapter 2, verse 189 They ask you about the new moons, say, they are but signs to mark fixed periods of time in the affairs of men and for pilgrimage. The rest of the verse then goes on to talk about the pilgrimage. But that's another episode. <laughs> So here I am, launching this podcast on the first day of the lunar month of Shaban in the year 1443 of the Hijri calendar. Thank you for listening, and remember us in your prayers. <laughs> <laughs>